I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. Sometimes it's soothing to listen to the sound of the ocean. So here it is. The best is yet to come. Proud citizens like you help build this country. And together we are taking back our country, our fight to drain the Washington swamp and reclaim America's destiny has just begun. We will not bend, we will not break, we will not yield. We will never give in, we will never give up, and we will never back down. We will never, ever surrender. That's the sound of the ocean filled with only red waves. It's high noon for Monday, December 7th. 2020 and that right there is a nice way to kick off your week isn't it follow the show on parlor at i'm your moderator or join the information stream on telegram t.me slash i'm your moderator telegram is a great app i'm really enjoying it i think it's honestly better for what i do than instagram and so we're basically around a 10-day countdown for the for the old IG. So I'm switching to a new gram. Now the gram is telegram. Perfect, right? It's going to feel real good to have left Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter permanently. It's almost confusing. It's almost too much to grasp. But it's happening. And it's going to happen on a much wider scale. As people realize that those platforms are influencing them and what they think. They're influencing other people in the country and what they think. They're destroying conversation. They are making it hard to find good information while perpetuating the illusion of being fully informed for people who are not informed at all. These platforms have become poisonous for our society. These platforms are perfect for communist societies where one point of view must be permanently enforced. And that is what we're dealing with. And it's real obvious. So anyway, uh, Trump's rally on Saturday was big. 90 minutes long. It was ostensibly for Kelly Leffler and David Perdue. Although the two of them spoke for maybe a combined two minutes. And the best moment of the night was when Purdue was coming up to the stage and the crowd spontaneously started chanting, fight for Trump, fight for Trump. And that was as well delivered as a message could ever be. If David Purdue and Kelly Loeffler want to win their Senate races in Georgia on January 5th, they need to fight for Trump, period. It is fine to say that everybody needs to go out and vote for these two Senate candidates so that we can preserve the Senate. 
But that will be meaningless if we have not first preserved the right to vote, to have those votes count, to have illegal votes not count, and to not have our Trump votes count 0.87 while Joe Biden votes count 1.13. And that's exactly what happened in Ware County in Georgia. An elections expert named Garland Favorito is going to testify in Georgia that they did a hand count of votes and put them through the machine multiple times. And when the machine would tabulate the votes, it flipped 37 Trump votes to Biden. And that's a big deal. Why? Because the machine was programmed to do that. That is what Dominion software is capable of. And that's what people have been saying for three weeks. And now there is hard evidence. There's also systems being checked in Antrim County in Michigan. And we're supposed to have those results by, I think, tomorrow. And what do you think those are going to show? Same thing. Now, the officials in these states who agreed to take Dominion software signed a contract that said they're basically giving over the tabulation to Dominion and they're not allowed to check it. And these sorts of contracts were signed around the country. And then they took grant money and had little townships in these states take on Dominion machines as well, because, of course, the townships can't afford them. So they took taxpayer money and Mark Zuckerberg money and then reorganized the system as they saw fit. And this happened in all of these swing states. And you can bet that it happened in other corrupt places like California. So despite what Trump says, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me to be concerned primarily about the January 5th runoff when there shouldn't be a January 5th runoff. The election should be moved back at best. But better than that would be actually getting an accurate count of what happened in Georgia and seeing if the runoff is required in the first place. Because the likelihood is that that runoff is happening because of Stacey Abrams' election fraud machine, which she ran all over the place. Stacey Abrams, the woman who still doesn't believe that she lost the race for governor in 2018, even though she lost, like actually really lost. Perhaps her complaint is that the cheating didn't work well enough in 2018, which is the same complaint about how Donald Trump won in 2016. The cheating didn't work well enough. I feel like, as far as January 5th goes, if things keep progressing in Trump's direction and we get some of this stuff settled out, the Trump voters are going to have no problem whatsoever showing up to vote for David Perdue and Kelly Leffler. Why wouldn't they? It's just that right now, they're being told that they have to go vote in this election that they can't trust at all. And I get that some of the thinking is we'll have such a massive landslide and we'll watch them so carefully that we won't get cheated. And I know that that's where Trump's head's at. And I appreciate that. 
But these people in Georgia need to be out there on the front line saying. This was stolen. Brian Kemp and Brad Raffensperger are responsible for this. They signed a consent decree with Stacey Abrams that they hid from their own legislature, their own party. And that's what's allowed all these problems to happen. This was done intentionally. Or at the very least, ignorantly. But it's real hard to believe that when you can see what they're doing at this point and how they're explaining themselves. Ridiculous explanations. Trying to pretend that the voter fraud you can see with your own eyes while watching a video is actually just totally normal counting. And yet somehow people who identify as smart continue to believe this. But it isn't smart. It isn't smart at all. So some state senators in Georgia have written up a petition to call a special session of their legislature. And so I think that there's the last I heard, there are eight state senators signed on. They need 29 of the, I believe, 34 Republicans. And they need something like 91 out of 110 Republicans in the Georgia House. And any Republican who refuses to sign that petition and call the legislature back into session to get this thing straightened out, should be removed from office as quickly as possible at the next opportunity, no matter when that opportunity comes, whether it's recalling or whether it's waiting for another election, all of them need to know that they will never get Republican votes ever again. And so I don't think it's a problem for Georgia voters to say they're holding out for the next four weeks until the fifth. That doesn't do any harm. It's simply saying, hey, we're ready to vote for you, but you got to give us a reason. You got to go out and fight and preserve the sanctity of American elections. And if you don't do that, we're not voting for you. I don't want to see the Senate become some farce, some facade of opposition for the Republicans while Mitt Romney sides with the Democrats, while Lisa Murkowski sides with the Democrats, or even if they go 50-50 and Kamala sides with the Democrats. I mean, what are we setting ourselves up for here? The pretense that Republicans tried everything to stop the Democrats and it just didn't work? Give me a break. Donald Trump won the election by millions of votes, and that actually matters. And nothing else does matter in America until that is confirmed. Because if we just move on from this and pretend that it's okay that some criminal usurper tries to take command of the United States, the country's over. The guy is literally a national security threat. He is compromised by China as well as other countries. So that simply cannot stand. And if Republicans aren't going to stand up for the sanctity of the elections, then they need to be out of office immediately. This is happening in Arizona right now. All the establishment Republican figures, the guys who have been around for a while, the guys who've been getting rich off their political positions while not helping their constituents at all, 
Those guys are making it tough. Why? Because they don't want their complicity revealed. And of course, they are complicit. Does anyone doubt this? Why would any American say that we don't need to fully recount the election? Make sure that the laws of the state are followed because they clearly aren't. They didn't match signatures. They allowed Mark Zuckerberg to set up drop boxes so that the entire chain of custody was broken. And I've been talking about this for months. The drop boxes are ridiculous and always were ridiculous. There aren't enough mailboxes. We don't know how to use the mail. The point was that the ballots would be dated by election day. Are they being postmarked from drop boxes? I highly doubt it. There are some states that had the cameras monitoring the drop boxes on solar power so that the cameras would turn off at night. What? That's their security system? That's insane. Everything that was known before the election and that and everything that we've seen since. All of this points toward the creation of a system specifically designed for cheating. I've talked about this many times. There is no reason to continue introducing more and more and more opportunities for fraud to be introduced into the system. And every single change they made to the voting process was enabling exactly that. So yesterday, a piece in the Washington Examiner and elsewhere noted that Samuel Alito had changed a deadline for officials in Pennsylvania to respond to Mike Kelly's lawsuit which deals with all of the changes that Pennsylvania made and how they basically intentionally ran an illegal, illegitimate election. From the piece. On Sunday, Alito moved the deadline for Pennsylvania officials to respond from Wednesday, December 9th at 4 p.m. to Tuesday, December 8th at 9 a.m., the day of the state's safe harbor deadline. The previous deadline meant that Congress could not change any of the electors set by the state after the date. This year, the Electoral College meets on December 14th to cast its votes in the election, making the winner of the election the next president. Now, that is if one of them has 270. If they don't, then there's no winner on the 14th. And the legislatures can still reject all of this. So tomorrow, it's very likely that the media will start this push to convince everyone that the court cases have failed and that Joe Biden is going to be the president. This will be the fifth or sixth time that they have told everybody that Joe Biden is now officially the president-elect. But that will not be true. And of course it won't be true because you can't allow an election in the United States to be stolen unless we want the end of our country. And recall that officials in Pennsylvania completely ignored Alito's last order. So he's not going to be very happy. And it's funny that the Democrats stick to the most terrible arguments of all time to avoid actually paying attention to any of the obvious evidence of fraud. Like they'll say that something was debunked. Oh, that's been thoroughly debunked. Oh, really? By who? Can't tell me? Got it. 
Or today I had someone tell me that all these court cases from the Trump campaign have been laughed out of court. That is so very stupid. First of all, losing in lower courts is how you get to the Supreme Court. So what are you trying to say? Also, none of those court cases had evidentiary hearings. They were being dismissed on technicalities by corrupt judges. You don't believe there are corrupt judges? You don't believe that this many people could be corrupt? Why? Why? No one has any problem believing that there was some big Russian collusion hoax. No one had any problem believing that, that there were all these moving parts and they just couldn't understand them, but it was still true. No one denies the existence of the mafia or a cartel or cults. There are plenty of organizations in the world filled with really, really terrible people. NAMBLA exists. For fuck's sake. It's like the National North American Association of Man Boy Love. I think that's what it is. Or North American Man Boy Love Association. I guess there's an an A on the end there. That exists. You don't think people that bad could collect in political office, in judges' chambers? You don't see enough activist judges being out there in the world. You don't realize that George Soros is paying tons of money to install district attorneys in cities all over the country who won't prosecute rioters. Bad shit actually does happen. You don't think Joe Biden can be bad? Watch a video of him rubbing little girls chests. Maybe that'll change your mind. So Gavin Newsom now is trying to shut down the entire state of California back to the beginning of the pandemic. Sort of regulations, restrictions, you're not supposed to leave your home unless it's essential. Hey, how about this, Gavin? Everything I do is essential to me. That's it. If I want to go get a nice iced coffee, I find that to be essential. If I want to go for a run, that's essential. I want to hang out with my friends. That's essential. I want to go to a restaurant, Gavin. That's essential to me. But it's also essential to the people that actually run those places. I would love for a California business to just deem themselves essential. And then have the state prove that they aren't essential. Go to court. Contest everything. Gavin's emergency executive order was already thrown out. He's doing this stuff very carefully. Using his public health directors as a shield. But there's nothing behind these orders. He just thinks he can get away with it. He's counting on Joe Biden to somehow be president, which will never happen. And I can't believe that all these people haven't started jumping ship. I mean, there's going to at some point be a wave of whistleblowers. 
trying to not go down with the corrupt ship that they got onto. But the Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi bailouts, the California and New York and the other communist states are trying to get, that's never coming. And so he's going to keep us under control for as long as possible. Because what are they going to do right now in Arizona? Because Rudy Giuliani is reported to have asymptomatic, an asymptomatic COVID case, which is only a positive test and nothing more. He's not contagious if he's asymptomatic. We know that. That's a fact. But the... Arizona legislature is not going to have their session in their hearings because of COVID out of an abundance of caution. They're worried that somehow Rudy's COVID might still be in the hearing room or something, which of course is not how it works. There is nothing that they will not use COVID to explain. All these voting regulations, all these changes, all the rule changes, all the cheating, all of this stems from COVID bullshit. They even used it to keep observers too far away from the tables to be able to actually see what the poll workers were doing because they needed six feet. But the funny thing is everybody takes all these rules and they add them up and imagine that they have to follow every single one of them which is, first of all, anti-science and second of all, stupid. Because Anthony Fauci himself plenty of times has said the sentence, wear a mask if social distancing is not possible. He says that exactly that. It's not wear a mask if you're 100 feet away from another person. Masks don't work at all, but they especially don't work in that scenario. And no one has ever said that they do. But maskies believe that you have to wear a mask and you have to be six feet away and you can't go to certain places because those are danger places. Tell us where the bad man didn't let you go. (laughs) Restaurants and stadiums are naughty places. No one should ever touch you there. (laughs) (laughs) they want to cancel Christmas. I'm not even a huge Christmas guy, but this year I'm like ready to go all out on Christmas just to be like, fuck you commies fucking commies and maskies. But you know what? I want to introduce another term to you and you can tell me if you like it, but I think that we need to separate commies and Obamies. And the commies are like the actual crazed leftist Bernie people. And then we have the Obamis, which are the the crazed leftists who do it for show. You know, the ones uh, on social media who are always posting about how much we need to unify and how you need to wear a mask, how they can't wait for vaccines. And how COVID is very deadly. And if you say otherwise, you're killing grandma. And Joe Biden is going to be a return to normalcy. And then Barack Obama was just the best. 
Those kind of commies. The commies who don't even know they're commies because they only have political views for show. They're not even committed to the political views. They're communists by accident. And then they'll deny being communists. Just like Obama. So they are the Obamis. And I don't want anything to do with commies, Obamis, maskies, or commie mommies. And commie mommies, let's be honest, are the real problem. Especially the Obami commie mommies. They are the worst. And we all know it. Which makes it really even that much more annoying that we let them spend the last five or ten years on social media telling everyone who we're supposed to hate out of the goodness of their hearts. Let's not forget which people in our society are the ones making and perpetuating all these rules. It's mostly middle-aged White commie mommies who have nothing to do. They are very bored. They don't do anything that gives them a sense of worth or purpose. So they sit around collecting Ruth Bader Ginsburg memes. And then tell you about toxic masculinity. Hey, commie mommy, we can see right through that. The thing is. You just hate men. And why do you hate men? Well, because all the experiences you have with men are bad ones. You don't like your dad. You don't feel like any man has ever provided you actual support and protection. And so you go find more bad guys to confirm that view. And then once you're 18 or 19, you have pink hair. And you're majoring in gender studies at Sarah Lawrence. And then somehow you adopt a baby with your sparkle gender lover. And you protect everyone from everything. All the bad things that scare you. Kami mommy. Look at that man over there. I think he looked at me the wrong way. Ah! It's going to be like a horror movie for commie mommies. It's just going to be a guy walking around and occasionally looking at the camera. While other commie mommies scream, avert your eyes, stare at the ground. Until they finally get to put that man in jail or maybe a work camp. And then they can figure out a whole list of all the other actual men and put them all in work camps. No big deal. Then their toxic masculinity will just affect each other. And it won't be a problem for women anymore. Imagine fucking Patricia who always orders her oat milk pumpkin spice lattes at a particular temperature. Deciding how everyone else in the world should act. But you don't have to imagine that because that's how the country already is. 
eat this. Don't eat that. Is that organic? Is that gluten-free? Is that cold-pressed? I'm really all about clean living. Now, open up your private gym so that I can keep going. And yeah, of course, keep the public gyms closed. We don't want people spreading the coronavirus. Wear a mask. Resist. Hashtag resist. Hashtag me too. Hashtag Trump. Hashtag buy Don. Hashtag buy Felicia. Hashtag notorious RBG. Hashtag squad. Look at my squad. Hey, Patricia. Can I quiz you? Will you let me quiz you? Because this world you're creating is not working out for anyone except for you, which of course is exactly how you intended it. I'll be back tomorrow at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Joe Biden will never be president. Masks and lockdowns don't work. Goodbye. Whether you're a total newbie to podcasting or even if you've had a show before like me, you know how intimidating it can be to start your show. The tech side especially can be daunting. That's why I'm so grateful Anchor exists. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They knock down all the barriers to entry. Let me explain. First off, it's free. I don't know how or why, but I'm happy about it. The platform's great. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I can't even begin to describe how much easier it was to get my show on all the major platforms this time than it was a few years ago. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. You build your show, you make money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening. Please follow the podcast on Instagram and Parler at I'm Your Moderator. Soon I'll be up on Rumble with a video aspect. In the meantime, if you'd like to support the show, I have a Substack, I'm Your Moderator.substack.com, where you can donate. Or you can donate at anchor.fm by searching Be Reasonable with your moderator, Chris Paul. I hope to see you soon. Back out on the rain. Backing as moderator for tonight's broadcast. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that by downloading the Telegram Messenger app and going to t.me slash I'm your moderator. On social media, you can follow me on Truth Social, Getter, and Gab at I'm your moderator. I also have channels on Rumble and BitChute. 
If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'mYourModerator.Substack.com. The merch site is CancelCouture.com or go direct shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, the best place to do that is Kofa. Go to ko-fi.com slash I'm your moderator. And all of these details will appear in the show notes with each episode. I'll see you soon down on the range. It's hell!